This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 17. We're looking at the squads of the 2023 Gold Cup. This is the full-length version for Cuba's players. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is Series 17 on the players of the 2023 Gold Cup. This episode covers Cuba's players. Uh, just a couple of notes before we begin. Uh, this media cast is in two parts. The first is an overview of the candidates for the squad and our guess as to their likelihood of making it. So we compiled a list basically of players who have been uh, called up to the squad since the beginning of 2022, and we organized them according to their likelihood. Uh, in the second part of the uh, media cast here, we're going to uh, go over that list we made in terms of uh, who made it to the squad. So by that time, we'll have the preliminary roster and the final roster and uh, we can let you know who among the candidates did make the team and uh, maybe how accurate our predictions were. Um, now, we did do those in two separate uh, shows for previous player podcasts during the World Cup and the final round of World Cup qualifying for CONCACAF. Um, but this time we're combining them into one. Uh, it's also the first time that we've done Cuba's players because they did not uh, reach either of those levels. So uh, first time going through Cuba. Uh, okay, and we are organi organizing our discussion here by position of the players. So we realize that this sometimes is not always accurate because players do move around, but um, that is probably the best way for us to proceed. So let's begin. And we have been beginning with... Um, uh, we have been beginning with a look at the team's recent games and their lineups. We don't really see much point in doing that for Cuba. Um, we have done a team podcast on Cuba before. Rather than that, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, immigration issue in 2019 and in many Gold Cups before. Uh, there have been defections from the team. It's a problem in baseball particularly. And I wonder if there's been a change because now we do see that, uh, uh, or we will see that a lot of these players are playing for teams in, in Guatemala or in uh, Costa Rica. So uh, we're, we're not, I'm not sure. I tried to do some research on it. I even had a student who I taught uh, in an English night class, actually, who was Cuban. Uh, he was a man in his 40s uh, who was an engineer back in Cuba, but it had in fact defected to Canada. And I tried to understand the situation through him. I guess this would have been uh, in around 2020 or so, 2019 perhaps. And uh, sometimes he seemed worried uh, about it. Uh, he had family back in Cuba and was worried about retribution uh, for his family. And other times he didn't. And I had several conversations with it uh, or about it with him and never really got a sense of uh, what the situation was, uh, if how illegal defection was. So it, sometimes it seemed to be that um, they could leave the country and at other times uh, they couldn't. I know he himself had uh, defected and was hoping to get his family over to Canada, uh, but I never really got to the bottom of uh, what the rules were. 
So uh, we do have some uh, Cuban players you will see uh, through here that are playing in uh, countries around Cuba, like uh, Costa Rica or Guatemala. Uh, so obviously uh, they're allowed to leave because they are playing for the Cuban team. And um, I don't think we'll have a situation like the five defections we had in the 2019 Gold Cup. Uh, of course, Cuba didn't make it to the 2021 Gold Cup, so we didn't get uh, kind of a, a sense of it there. And uh, we will see during this Gold Cup whether they will have similar problems or um, if there's a rule change that um, will make that uh, not be a problem. It's particularly a problem in baseball, of course, for Cuba. Uh, okay, let's move on directly then to the uh, squad and we look at candidates uh, oh, I see I already have the manager's name there, but actually we'll begin with the manager in 2019 for the Gold Cup then, and that is uh, Raul Medeiros, and he managed until uh, the end of the Gold Cup there, and then Pablo Elior Sanchez took over. They didn't make it to the 2021 Gold Cup, so this will be his uh, first tournament, and he managed a club in Cuba, Pinar del Rio, uh, from 2013 to 2018, I think that was his only um, his only managerial position, uh, other than the national team here. Okay, well, with uh, with goalkeepers, we have uh, a definite candidate in Sandy Sanchez. Uh, Sandy Sanchez has been with Cuba since 2015, and um, he has 28 caps and one goal. He has a goal. Uh, his goal was scored against Bermuda in a friendly in January 2019. He's 29 years old and he plays in the Dominican Republic. Uh, so there we see um, that players are able to leave uh, Cuba. He left Cuba in 2018 and uh, played for a different team in the Dominican Republic as well as for a couple of teams in Brazil. He was on the squad for the 2015 Gold Cup as a uh, bench, as a backup keeper, and then was a starter in 2019, uh, Sandy Sanchez. And uh, since the start of 2022, uh, which is the time from which we're measuring their recent participation, he has started five of their nine games and was on the bench for four others. So Sandy Sanchez, a definite candidate uh, here, but not necessarily the starter. And we're not really uh, kind of trying to predict who the starters are going to be. But um, if there is a different starter than Sandy Sanchez, it'll be one of the two likely candidates, either Nelson Johnson or Reiko uh, Arozarina. Um, so we'll introduce uh, Nelson Johnson. He has uh, 14 caps for the national team since 2018, and he's 33 years old, so uh, quite uh, quite a bit older than um, even Sandy Sanchez. And uh, he plays in Costa Rica for Jicaral in Costa Rica, uh, leaving Cuba um, to play in Honduras in 2021. He was uh, on the preliminary squad for the 2015 Gold Cup and a backup keeper for the 2019 Gold Cup. And he started two of their nine games since the start of 2022, but was on the bench for uh, six others, only one match that he wasn't selected for. So he looks very much a likely candidate, uh, Nelson Johnson. And the final uh, likely candidate is Reiko Aro uh, Arozarina. 
So he has been with Cuba uh, just since 2022 and is uh, 26 years old. And uh, he's playing in the USA with Tampa Bay Rowdies. Uh, he was with a team, uh, a couple of teams in Mexico until uh, 2018 when he left Cuba. Uh, or left his club, uh, Pinar del Rio, in Cuba. And he got his first cap in November 2022 and started two of their three remaining games up until um, May 2023. That's uh, that's now. <laughs> that's uh, uh, the time uh, um, we're kind of ending the session at. Uh, he was on the bench for one other. Yeah, so we don't know what the June games will bring. But um, up until the end of May, he started two of their three games. So in a way, he seems a bit more likely than uh, Nelson Johnson uh, uh, looks to be the kind of the second keeper there. So we'll just put him ahead of Nelson Johnson here. And finally, uh, our final candidate is uh, Elier Pozo. Uh, and we have him as a possible but unlikely candidate. So he's been with Cuba since uh, 2015. And he is uh, 27 years old, 28 years old, perhaps. Um, and he uh, just moved back to Cuba to play for Pinar del Rio for the third time. But he was with uh, Navigantes in Brazil. Uh, actually, there was another player, uh, maybe two others who played uh, for that team. Um, actually, Sandy Sanchez was one of them. And... Um, he uh, moved, uh, he was with Pinar del Rio in Cuba uh, for the second time from uh, 2018 to 2021. So I'm kind of thinking there was a rule uh, change about uh, playing in different countries around 2021. Uh, he was selected for the preliminary squad, Elier Poser, for the 2015 Gold Cup and was a backup keeper for the 2019 Gold Cup. Uh, but he last appeared for the national team on the bench in June 2022. So he was around um, after the COVID period and uh, after the 2021 Gold Cup. But um, it's been a year since he's been on the team. So it looks uh, pretty set unless they bring someone in new there. Uh, Sandy Sanchez, Reiko uh, Arozarina, and Nelson Johnson uh, look like they're going to be the three keepers. Let's move on to defenders. And we begin with central defenders. And we have a definite candidate in Carlos Vasquez. So Carlos Vasquez uh, has been with Cuba since 2021. And uh, he is uh, uh, 24 years old. And he has 14 caps and um, zero goals. He plays in Austria for a small team in Austria called Dornbin, and he was with two teams in Spain prior to that. And his nickname actually is Cavafe, uh, 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 I believe you pronounce it, and he often goes by that name. Um, uh, he hasn't been involved in any uh, cups, having joined the team in 2021, but um, he has started all nine of their games since the beginning of 2022. So the 24-year-old uh, Carlos Vasquez, or Cavafe, a definite candidate for us. Uh, a likely candidate is Yosel Piedra. Yosel Piedra has been with Cuba since 2015 and is 29 years old with 34 caps and one goal. And he plays for San Carlos in Costa Rica. 
and uh, he was in Guatemala uh, before that, and, and Villa Clara in Cuba since uh, 2018. We'll keep an eye on these dates to maybe get a sense of um, if, if we can sense if there was a rule change. Uh, maybe 2018 uh, was the year. Um, Yosel Piedra was a starter in the 2020-19 Gold Cup. And uh, since the beginning of 2022, he had started three of their nine games, uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for one. So just three games that he was not selected for. So we consider Yosel Piedra a likely candidate. And then we have uh, four, no, hang on, three uh, possible candidates. The first one is Eduardo Hernandez. Uh, Eduardo Hernandez is brand new to the team since 2023, just one cap for the 20-year-old, and he is in Cuba with Santiago de Cuba, and his first and only appearance was a start in their last of nine games to uh, May 2023, so just showing up right at the end here, we'll see if he plays uh, any of their friendlies in June, but Eduardo Hernandez, uh, because of that appearance, uh, becomes a possible candidate. Um, next is Modesto Mendez. And Modesto Mendez uh, has been with Cuba since 2021 and has seven caps and is 25 years old. And um, he is playing for Inter Miami's B team or Inter Miami 2 in the USA. In fact, he was loaned uh, to Charleston Battery for a while, but he's been with them for a few years. Uh, just loaned out in 2021 and moved from Pinar del Rio in Cuba in 2020. So he got his first appearance in August 2021 and uh, since the beginning of 2022 started three of their nine games but wasn't selected for six others. So uh, in the picture but not, um, not selected uh, that often. Finally, we have uh, Mario uh, Penalver. Mario Penalver, uh, also new to the team since 2023, and the 20-year-old has three caps. Uh, he was with Mixco in Guatemala, having moved from uh, Man uh, Matanzas in Cuba in 2022. Uh, however, his contract ended with Mixco, so he's looking for uh, a new team uh, from July of 2023. So perhaps uh, if he, if he uh, gets field time in this tournament, uh, that will be a good showcase for him. So uh, he got his first cap in November 2022 and uh, didn't start any of the remaining three games, but was subbed in for all three of those matches. So Mario Pen uh, Penalver, our third uh, possible candidate. And that's all that we have for the central, uh, central defense position. I think I've um, not put it in the right place in the graphics there. And we move on to the left-back position, uh, where we have a definite candidate in Daniel uh, Morehon. Daniel Morehon. Uh, uh, sorry, not Daniel, Daryl. And he has been with Cuba since 2018. And he has 29 caps, but is just 24 years old. And uh, he is still in Cuba, has played uh, all of his career in, in Cuba with Villa Clara. And uh, he was part of the Gold Cup squad in 2019, where he was a starter. 
started all three games there and uh, started all nine of their games since the beginning of the uh, of 2022. So a definite candidate, and I should learn to pronounce his name better. <laughs> Maybe I'll do better in the second half. Uh, Dario uh, Morejon, and I'm sorry, Dario, uh, for getting it so for butchering it so badly. Okay, we also have a possible candidate in more of a veteran, uh, Jorge Luis Corrales. So we only have him at the possible level, though. And uh, Jorge Luis Corrales has been with Cuba since 2011 with 42 caps and one goal. He's 32 years old, and he plays for FC Tulsa. Uh, in the USA. Uh, he's been with uh, several teams in North America um, after moving from Cuba in 2015. So that confuses me even more as to what the rules are. Um, he was uh, a starter in the 2013 uh, Gold Cup and the 2015 Gold Cup, but wasn't part of the Gold Cup in 2019. Well, this is interesting. Uh, he wasn't allowed to be part of the Gold Cup in 2019 uh, because he uh, had moved to the USA. I don't have word that he defected. Um, so just moved to the USA. And that's what I mean by some uh, confusion here because uh, some players just kind of move, some of them defect. Um, and some of them uh, live in Cuba but play in, or, or sorry, are still with Cuba but play for teams outside the country. Uh, anyway, he started, uh, he was off the team then for five and a half years, and um, Jorge Luis Corrales returned in 2021, and uh, since the beginning of 2022 has started four of their nine games, and he was injured for one and not selected for four others. So back on the Cuban team, having uh, not been allowed to play in the 2019 Gold Cup or for Cuba for those five and a half years, and he is back. So he is a possible candidate. For right-backs, we only have one candidate, and it is at the likely level. It is uh, Griebel Palmer, pa uh, Palma, um, and Griebel Palma has been with uh, uh, Cuba since his first cap in November 2022. And then he started all three of their remaining games to 2023. So brand new to the team and very young at uh, 20 years old and uh, plays for Diego Avia in Cuba. Uh, so a likely candidate, uh, even though he's very young. And then we have one player coded as kind of a general defender. That means we don't really know enough about him to know what position he's in. But actually, uh, we have coded him as seemingly off the squad or uh, assessed him as seemingly off the squad. Uh, he got his first cap in November 2021 and then last appeared on the bench in June of 2022. So he's also a very young player and may come back into the picture, but he has been out of the picture for, uh, for a year. All right, moving on to midfielders, we have a, a definite candidate for defensive midfielder in Carol Espino. So Carol Espino uh, has been with Cuba since 2019 uh, and has 24 caps and one goal, even though he's just 21 years old. So really um, 
an early start with the team there. And he plays for Comunicaciones in Guatemala. He left Cuba in 2021, or he left his Cuban team in 2021. Uh, and he was part of the Gold Cup starting all three games in 2019, uh, except game three. He was a sub in game three. And uh, since the beginning of uh, 20, uh, 2022, he has started eight of their nine games, uh, not selected for uh, one game there. So Carol Espino, uh, a definite candidate. Uh, at the possible level, we have Nacer Sando. So Nacer Sando has been with Cuba since 2018 and has nine caps and is 24 years old. And he is still playing in Cuba with Cienfuegos. Uh, that's his second spell with them. I wish more players would play for Cienfuegos because it's such a fun name to say. Uh, Nacer Sando returned after a four-year absence in March 2023 and subbed in both of their last two games to that point. Uh, so when uh, they make kind of a sudden, uh, a sudden return or when they're part of the last few games, it's always difficult to know. We often put them at the uh, possible category, which is what we've done with Nacer Sando. And finally, we have a player who seems to be off the team, um, uh, David Inserti. So David Inserti actually just was with the team since 2021. Uh, he's very young, 21 years old with seven caps, and he plays in Italy, um, Olbia in Italy, not a team I'm familiar with, and uh, Ternana uh, before that. I have heard of that team. Uh, he got his first appearance in June of 2021. Uh, but last appeared for the national team in June of 2022. So perhaps a name we'll hear from in the future, uh, David Inserti. Uh, moving on to central midfielders. Once again, I've messed up my graphic by putting things in the wrong place. Um, uh, we're moving on from central defenders, uh, sorry, from defensive midfielders on to central midfielders. But we only have one candidate uh, as a central midfielder, and that is Danielson Milanes, and we have him as a likely candidate. Um, Danielson Milanes has been with Cuba since 2022, and he has just two caps. And a lot of twos involved with Milan as he was born in 2002 and he moved to uh, Carmelita in Costa Rica uh, in 2022. He was with uh, um, another team in Costa Rica before that. Okay, enough with the twos. He is uh, 20 years old then and uh, got his first cap in March 2022. Yes, we're not done with the twos. Uh, and he started none of their remaining games uh, up until May, May 2023, but was subbed in for five and not selected for four. Well, that seems um, a bit generous to put him as a uh, likely candidate. I think we'll move him down there to possible, uh, a possible candidate, Danielson Milanis. All right. Wow. Just one central midfielder. That's very thin. And we are finding um, a couple of the teams uh, quite thin here. Guatemala uh, thin in the midfield as well. But they do have uh, some uh, left and right midfielders. Uh, 
who may play out of position uh, moving into the center. And the first one is Junior Perez, uh, who we have as a definite candidate. So Junior Perez, uh, just with the team since 2021, and uh, just 22 years old, but he's already got 13 caps. And he also plays in Guatemala. Uh, he moved from Guantanamo in Cuba in 2022. And... Um, uh, he is currently uh, not uh, connected with the team uh, from July 2023, I guess, his contract ran out. So he too may be looking for some exposure uh, during this cup to attract a new team. Uh, he started five of, their 19, uh, five of their nine games since the start of 2022, and he was subbed in for three. So just one game that he wasn't selected for. So we have uh, Junior Perez as a definite candidate. Uh, as a possible candidate, we have Roberni Caballero. So uh, Roberni Caballero has been with Cuba since uh, 2016, and he has 15 caps and three goals, uh, is 27 years old. And uh, kind of the inverse of Junior Perez, rather than looking for a team, he has just moved to one. The contract beginning in July 2023, that's Jalapa in Guatemala. So uh, he moves there from uh, Villa Clara in Cuba uh, in 2023. And uh, he did play in the 2019 Gold Cup. He uh, didn't appear in game one, but got a starting position for the following two games. Uh, but then he was off the team for three and a half years, returning in November of 2022, and didn't start any of their remaining three games, but was subbed in for one and on the bench for two others. So another player kind of uh, making a bit of a comeback here at the very end, and we put him as a portable candidate. That's Roberni Caballero. And we have one possible but unlikely candidate in Kevin Martin. Uh, Kevin Martin also joining a new team. He's joining Lorca in Spain from July 2023, uh, moving there from Santos to Guapil uh, in Costa Rica, actually, uh, their B team. And uh, Kevin Martin is 19 years old, so very young. Uh, no caps for Cuba, but he got his first appearance on the bench in 2022. Uh, however, he was not selected for either of the two remaining games after that. Nevertheless, uh, moving to Lorca in Spain, Kevin Martin, and because he's very young, uh, 19 years old, we may, we may see him in a Gold Cup down the road. Uh, that's all for left midfielders, so three candidates there, but just one, uh, one player coded as a right midfielder, and that's Rolando Abreu. And Rolando Abreu is a likely candidate for us. He has been with Cuba since 2018, has 24 caps but no goals, and uh, he is 31 years old. So Rolando Abreu... Abreu um, plays for Santiago de Cuba, and he was part of the uh, 2019 Gold Cup, started game one, but actually lost his starting position there, so uh, just came in for one other game as a substitute. And he started one of their nine games since the start of 2022, uh, and was subbed in for one and on the bench for seven others. So even though he doesn't look like a starter, 
he seems to be always called up, so always called up over the last nine games. Rolando Abreu. Uh, moving on to left wingers, we have three candidates. The first is at the definite, uh, definite level, and that's William Pozo Venta. Uh, William Pozo Venta. Uh, with Cuba since 2021, and uh, he has 13 caps and is 25 years old, and uh, he plays in Finland uh, since 2023, and he was with a couple of teams in Norway uh, prior to that. Uh, he started. He has not been involved in any tournaments, um, of course, since he joined in 2021 started seven of their nine games since the start of 2022 subbed in for one and on the bench for one other so uh, a definite candidate for us william pozo venta and also a likely candidate uh, for left wing is uh yaniel matos so or uh, i'm not sure how to pronounce it could be yasniel um Yasniel Matos or Yaniel Matos uh, has been with Cuba since 2021 and uh, has 13 caps and one goal, but it's just 21 years old. And he plays in uh, Guatemala uh, also since 2021, uh, where he moved from his team in Cuba. And um, he got uh, uh, got a goal in World Cup. Uh, no, he got a goal in uh, Gold Cup qualifying there uh, in uh their one nothing win over Guadeloupe and started the last two of their nine games since the beginning of 2022. Uh, but he was subbed in for five and on the bench for one. So just one game that he wasn't called up for. Uh, that's uh, Yaniel Matos. And um, the player I was wondering about in terms of his status with Cuba is uh, Onel Hernandez because we saw him playing uh, in the English Premier League. Uh, unfortunately, we have him as seemingly off the squad. So uh, he he did play for Cuba since 2021, and he got eight caps and three goals. So he uh, is a scorer. He's uh, 30 years old, um, and he plays for Norwich uh, in England. Uh, uh, but he's been loaned out to Birmingham and Middlesbrough. Um, during his time there and was actually uh, moved from Norwich in 2018 from Eintracht uh, Braunschweig in Germany. So uh, a bit of a world traveler there. He seems to have moved to Germany as a young boy, actually. And uh, he got his first appearance in March 2021, but uh, hasn't appeared for the team since June of 2022 so O'Neill Hernandez would be a great addition to the team but for the time being it looks like he's off the team and uh, we'll have to wait until part two to uh, see if he um, plays for them. We have no players coded as right wingers uh, but we do have two players coded as uh, general midfielders um, one of them is at the pot, uh, possible but unlikely level, um, and the other is at the seemingly off-the-squad level. Um, sorry, I'm organizing the graphics here. So the one who seems to be off the squad is Jacel Herrera, and uh, he's brand new to Cuba, and um, 
he plays for CM Fuegos in, in Cuba and is just 20 years old, so making his way into the team. Uh, he actually has no caps for the national team, but he did appear on the bench in March 2022 and had been on the bench for their last two remaining games uh, there. So um, uh, maybe a bit higher than uh, than possible but unlikely because uh, when they come in at the very end uh, uh, it's hard to know but uh, it kind of raises their chances so I'm going to move him up to the possible level uh, the other one at the seemingly off the squad level is Asmel Nunez so Asmel Nunez is um, uh, has been with uh, Cuba since 2021 with six caps uh, he's not young, actually. He is uh, 31 years old and is still uh, and is playing in Cuba for Santiago de Cuba. And he got his first appearance in March 2021, uh, but last appeared for the uh, national team in June 2022. So just like uh, Onel Hernandez there. Okay, we move on to the forward line. We begin with attacking midfielders. And uh, we begin with a definite candidate in Dayron uh, Reyes. So Dayron Reyes, uh, been with the team since 2021. And um, he is 19 years old, but he has 14 caps and one goal already. And uh, he plays for Inter Miami's B team uh, in the USA. He started eight of their nine games since the start of 2022 and subbed in for one other. Uh, however, he is out with a uh, ruptured ligament injury, and that's very recent from the beginning of May, and it has an unknown return date. So that would be a big loss for uh, uh, Cuba, and uh, to be honest, that injury doesn't look like something he'll get over uh, in time for the Cup, but we will update, uh, we will update in um, June as to how that's coming along. Uh, we also have a likely candidate in Arakel Hernandez. Arakel Hernandez has been with Cuba since 2012, so a real veteran for the team. He's, um, he's uh, 29 years old, and he has 37 caps and 8 goals. And uh, he was playing... Um, Again, uh, a, a bit of a confusing history in terms of the uh, of the immigration policy. He is with Mixco in Guatemala right now, and was with the team in Dominican Republic uh, from 2019 to 2022. He was with two teams in Cuba before that, but from 2017 to 18, he was with Independiente uh, in Panama. So, again, uh, not really sure what the rules are. Uh, Arakel Hernandez was part of the Gold Cup in 2015, at least he was on the roster, but uh, he was denied entry into the country uh, stemming from um, a visa issue, uh, at least for game one. So they did have uh, problems uh, getting into the USA there. For the Gold Cup in 2019, there were no such problems. He started and finished all the games, and he scored four of their 11 goals in qualifying for this Cup, uh, and he started four of their nine games since the start of 2022, subbing in for one and on the bench for two, uh, but not selected for two matches. However, those were the last two matches uh, 
uh, that they've played. So a bit of a concern. Nevertheless, he's such a veteran that um, uh, we think that they will uh, need him. Uh, so we consider him likely, and that'll probably be that much more the case with Dairon Reyes injured and with no other candidates there coded as attacking midfielders. However, we do have one coded as a secondary striker, and that is Christian Flores. And Christian Flores uh, seems a possible candidate to us. Uh, new to Cuba since 2022, and he's 24 years old. And uh, we move on to the forwards, where we have actually two uh, definite candidates here. The first is Mikel Reyes. Uh, Mikel Reyes uh, has been with uh, Cuba since 2012, so uh, a long-term uh, member of the squad at 30 years old. He has 39 caps and eight goals, and uh, he plays for Jalapa in Guatemala. He's played in uh, Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Mexico uh, also. In the 2015 Gold Cup, uh, he had visa problems, so didn't appear in game one. Uh, but re returned to a starting position. And perhaps the same thing in 2019. I just have that he didn't appear in game one, uh, but gained a starting position for games two and three there. So that kind of indicative of some of the troubles that Cuba has at the Gold Cup. Uh, since the start of 2022, he has started five of their games and was subbed in for four others. So our definite doesn't necessarily mean uh, he'll be a starter here, just a definite candidate to make the Gold Cup squad, we think. And the other definite candidate is Luis Paradella, and perhaps we should have put him first. Uh, you'll see why in a second. But he's been with the team since 2018, and he has 30 caps and also eight goals, just like Mikel Reyes, eight goals. Uh, and he is 26 years old. And uh, he plays for Saprissa in Costa Rica. Now, a bit of confusion uh, about Cuba's migration or immigration policy because he uh, left his team, Cuba, um, in 2018. Actually, uh, the beginning of 2019, he joined a team in Guatemala. And nevertheless, uh, that was in January, and he played in the Gold Cup in June of 2019. So uh, we saw one player earlier who uh, defected to uh, America, was not allowed to play, and then came back to play. So it's all very confusing. Uh, anyway, Luis Paradea uh, started all nine of their games since the start of 2022. So uh, we consider him a definite candidate. As I said, he should be above uh, Mikel Reyes there. Uh, we also have a possible candidate in Daniel Diaz. So Daniel Diaz has been with Cuba since 2022, and uh, he is just 20 years old with two caps, and he plays for San Carlos in Costa Rica, having moved from Cuba in uh, 2021. He got his first cap in November of 2022 and didn't start any of their remaining uh, three games there, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for the other. So uh, coming into the picture quite late and uh, we have uh, Daniel Diaz as a possible candidate. And finally, we uh, deal with a candidate who seems to be off the squad, uh, Marcel Hernandez. So uh, Marcel Hernandez played with the team from uh, 2010 and um, 
has 23 caps and eight goals and plays for uh, Cartagena in uh, Costa Rica. He's been with uh, other teams in Costa Rica and Dominican Republic, uh, all over the place really, but in the Caribbean. And uh, interestingly, he he came back to the team in 2022 after a more than nine-year absence. That's one of the longest I've seen because, um, uh, uh, because you know, careers usually uh, don't last a, a lot more than that. And uh, he actually announced his retirement after the 2013 Gold Cup. I think he's the only player so far that we've seen taking part in the 2011 Gold Cup. Uh, where he started all three games, announced his retirement from international play after the 2013 Gold Cup. And lo and behold, he returns after a more than nine-year absence in March 2022 to start uh, the first of the remaining nine games, the first two actually, um, but then uh, not selected after that and uh, not even listed for the seven others. So uh, it doesn't look like um, he is back in the picture. We have him as seemingly off the squad, but kind of a fun story to end part one of the media cast on. And uh, we will come back in part two in a couple of weeks, and uh, we will have the preliminary and final rosters by then, so we can go over the list again and tell you who made it. It's June, and welcome back to part two. Uh, if you're coming from part one, uh, welcome anew if you're coming uh, just in for the short version. So I'll just orient you by telling you what we did in part one. So we created a list uh, of possible candidates uh, for the team. That's mostly players who, uh, mostly based on players who have played for the team since 2022. And uh, we categorize them first by their position to organize the discussion and then by their likelihood of making the team. So you're going to see that list as we go through it once again in part two and tell you uh, who made the team, who made the preliminary squad, and who made uh, or who didn't even make the preliminary squad. So um, we have a 33-man preliminary squad for Cuba. And in part one, we had a lot of confusion about what rules there are uh, for Cubans uh, leaving the country or uh, playing in the country or not playing in the country or defecting. So uh, I want to correct one mistake I made. We did say during... Uh, the 2015 and 2019, and actually dating back to well before that, uh, players defecting from the team um, um, coming over. And then we said there was no problem in 2021 because they weren't part of the cup. Well, the reason they weren't part of the cup uh, was part of the problem. For some reason, they made them uh, play a playoff game uh, in the United States, and I'm not sure why they had to play that game in the United States when they have such problems getting visas and uh, stuff. So uh, they were unable to make it that, to that game due to visa problems and also COVID problems. So they actually did struggle also in 2021. Uh, things do seem a bit more settled uh, uh, this time um, uh, in terms of... Uh, uh, I haven't heard of any problems or any expected problems for Cuba. So hopefully they can bring their best team to the uh, cup and have no problem entering the country. And if that's the case, then uh, we will see the these players. Let's move on to talk about the 
uh, squad and candidate. So uh, we began by saying Raul Menderos was the manager in their last tournament in 2019, and uh, Pablo Sanchez took over after that. So uh, no problems there. It seems like um, Pablo Sanchez um, will be leading them through the cup, unlike Mexico, whose manager was fired between our parts one and two. Um, Pablo Sanchez uh, leading the way. Okay, for goalkeepers, we had a definite candidate in Sandy Sanchez and uh, two likely candidates, as well as one uh, possible but unlikely. So it all seemed uh, fairly well laid out, and indeed it was, because uh, our three candidates there, Sandy Sanchez and the two likely candidates, Nelson Johnson and uh, Reiko Arozarina, um did make the final squad uh, we decided to put reiko arizarina slightly ahead of uh, nelson johnson there uh, but really we're not kind of get into predicting starters uh here but we did think that uh, arozarina Arozin, uh, uh, arozarina was uh, slightly more likely than nelson johnson nevertheless both of them made it uh however elior pozo our possible but unlikely candidate not even selected for the preliminary squad. Uh, on to defense and central midfielders, we had a definite candidate in Carlos Vasquez, often called Cavafe, and uh, he did make the squad, uh, the final squad, as did our likely candidate, Yosel Piedra. Uh, we had three possible candidates for the, uh, for the making the cup. And all three of them made it. So Eduardo Hernandez, uh, Modesto Mendez, and Mario Penalver uh, all selected for the final squad there. And uh, possible, but um, no, no, not possible, but unlikely. We have a new candidate. So not just those five, but uh, one player uh, added uh, to the mix there, and that is Romario Torres. And because we didn't introduce him in the uh, in the first part of the podcast, we'll introduce him here. So uh, he is uh, just 18 years old and uh, plays for Nacional in Uruguay. So pretty interesting case here. He moved from uh, Artemisa to Nacional in uh, 2023. And... Um, he was new to the squad. He was subbed in for one of the two warm-up games immediately before the tournament, and he was on the bench for the other. So uh, a latecomer to the squad, and um, um, so one of the surprises there. Okay, at left back, we had a definite candidate in uh, Dariel Morion, and uh, he did make the final squad, as did the possible candidate, uh, Jorge Luis Corrales um, making the final squad there. Um, at the right back position, though, uh, we had a likely candidate who did not make the squad. So uh, Grable Palmer uh, only selected for the preliminary squad there. And um, we also had one uh, general defender uh, in Osniel Ramos, and he did not make the preliminary squad. Moving on to midfield, a definite candidate in Carol Espino, uh, but probably the biggest surprise here as he was not selected even 
for the preliminary squad, uh, despite starting eight of their nine games um, uh, since the start of 2022, as we as we talked about uh, in the first part of the podcast, we kind of justified why we placed them where we did, and uh, so this really comes as a surprise. Um, the um, oh, sorry, that is uh, S- Carol Espino, um, but we did have a possible candidate in Nasser Sando. And uh, Nasser Sando did make the uh, the squad, but uh, David Inserti, who we thought was seemingly off the squad, uh, proves to be so by not being selected even for the preliminary squad. Um, moving on to central midfielders, uh, that's a singular because they only had one, and it was at the the. Um, I think uh, I initially had him as a likely candidate, and during part one, we moved him down to possible. It's uh, Danielson Milanes, um, but uh, maybe we should have left him as a likely candidate because he did make the squad. Uh, Danielson Milanes, not a surprise really, because uh, um, there's only one candidate or one player uh, coded as a central midfielder. Uh, we have uh, a couple of left midfielders, though, and uh, Junior Perez, we considered a definite candidate, and he made the squad. And Roberni Caballero at the uh, portable level uh, also made the squad. We had uh, Kevin Martin as uh, portable but unlikely. He did make the preliminary squad, but not the final cut to the, to the Gold Cup squad. Among right midfielders, we had a likely candidate in Rolando Abreu, but uh, he was only named to the preliminary squad there. And that's all we had for right midfielders. Uh, For left wingers, we had William Pozo Venta as a definite candidate, and uh, he made the squad. And uh, Yaniel or Yasniel Matos, uh, the likely candidate also made the squad. We were really curious about Onel uh, Hernandez, but in fact, uh, the mystery deepens because um, uh, we had him seemingly off the squad. He last appeared for the team in June 2022. Uh, so uh, we we thought he was gone, and he's not completely gone. He was named to the preliminary squad. So we're not sure how that leaves him uh in relation to Cuba, uh, whether he's kind of on the team or or off the team, uh, but anyway, he's not on the World Cup on the Gold Cup squad here. Uh, for general midfielders, we had a uh, portable candidate. We moved him up from uh, portable but unlikely to portable, and it was uh, Herrera, uh, Jasael Herrera, and uh, we were wise in moving him up because he did make the. Uh, final squad, Jasael Herrera. However, the player who seemed to be off the squad, Asmel Nunes, uh, not selected even for the preliminary squad. For forwards, uh, we began with um, Deron uh, Reyes. Uh, Deron Reyes uh, was a definite candidate. However, he was coded as, a, as a, or flagged as an injury and uh, it seems that injury has prevented him from even being named to the preliminary squad. So that is unfortunate for Cuba. 
the other candidate we had for attacking midfielder was Arakel Hernandez, and uh, he does make the final squad, uh, as we thought he was likely to do. Okay, so uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll summarise the injuries uh, later. Uh, we also had an injury doubt for uh, secondary striker Christian Flores, and uh, it proves that his injury is keeping him off the squad too. So that's uh, two attacking players that they miss. Christian Flores not named even to the preliminary squad. And uh, finally, the forwards we have Mikel Reyes as a definite candidate and Luis Paradella as an even more definite candidate, and both of those did make the final squad. Uh, we had Daniel Diaz as a possible candidate. He also made the final squad. And then we finished with the interesting case of Marcel Hernandez, who uh, came back from a nine-year nine absence to play a couple of games, but uh, that did prove to be... Um, short-lived as he did not make even the preliminary squad uh, but we do have one new candidate here uh, and that is uh, Albert Ruiz so Albert Ruiz we didn't talk about in the first part of the podcast because he wasn't on our radar um, that podcast was in May and uh, he started both of their warm-up games immediately for, before the tournament in June so he kind of came in there right at the end uh, um, he has then two caps and he interestingly plays for Europa FC in Gibraltar having played with um, another team in Gibraltar Lynx FC and prior to that in Spain so uh, pretty interesting club affiliation there but uh, Albert Ruiz um, making it uh, at the last minute there to the to the cup Okay, well, we're going to finish uh, just by summarizing some of this information, beginning with notable non-selections, and we have uh, a few. We have right-back uh, Grable Palmer, uh, who we thought was a likely candidate, and uh, he just made the preliminary squad. We have Carol Espino, uh, we thought was a definite candidate, and he was not even selected for the preliminary squad. Uh, Roland, Rolando Abreu, uh, another likely candidate, only made it to the preliminary squad. And, um, well, uh, uh, a couple of others, but they are injuries um, uh, rather than uh, non-selection. So we'll move on to uh, surprise inclusions. Uh, we have a couple. Uh, Jasiel Herrera, uh, we considered him, oh, initially we considered him possible but unlikely. And then we moved him up to possible, uh, so not as much as a surprise as all that. We kind of we kind of saved ourselves there in part one. But the real mystery is uh, Onel Hernandez and uh, what role he plays for uh, Cuba, uh, seemingly off the squad, but then named to the preliminary squad. Uh, difficult to know what's going on. It could be as simple as they just hope that he would change his mind and come on over. So. Uh, you have to be named on the preliminary squad to make the final squad. So it could be that they just put his name on the list in hopes that he would come, um, but I'm not sure. Okay, uh, new players. We had uh, two of them. First one was Romario Torres uh, making the squad. So this also acts as a bit of a surprise. 
uh, coming in right at the end there, playing for Nacional in Uruguay. And I believe uh, one of their two warm-up games was against Uruguay. And the other one, Alder Ruiz, um, again added just before the uh, tournament there. And he plays in Gibraltar. Uh, for other new players, we had uh, six names that were not on our radar. We didn't have them in the soccer files, so now we add them to the soccer files. But they only made the preliminary squad, and we don't see uh, a lot of sense in going over those names here. But uh, if they come into the picture more in the future, um, they are already on our radar. And finally, we finish with injuries, so we mentioned them. Uh, Rayon, uh, uh, sorry, Deron Reyes uh, dropped from the squad due to injury. Uh, they knew about that uh, apparently before they made the preliminary squad. Uh, he got his injury in the middle of May, so it was uh, somewhat late and an unknown return date. It seemed pretty serious with a ruptured cruciate ligament injury, so we didn't think he would... Uh, recover in time to make it to the cup that is uh, too bad and then the other one also a uh, an attacker uh christian flores uh same thing uh cruciate ligament injury uh he suffered his in in early february 2023 and is not expected back until october 2023 so that gives you um kind of the range of that cruciate ligament injury i thought it was nine months to a year and uh, it looks like about nine months uh, uh, here, too. Um, that would be a fairly quick recovery if Christian Flores is back for his Costa Rican team by October. Anyway, certainly they're out of the question for the uh, Gold Cup here. And uh, that brings us to the end.